here because of the Word of God. You're joining us to hear the Word of God. We love you. We welcome you. We appreciate you. Um, our Facebook family, our personal family, our church family, even those of you who happen to see us, welcome. Glory be to God. We believe you will all be blessed. Anytime you're viewing this, wherever you are in the world, you will be blessed because we're going to lift Jesus. We're going to talk about his word and we are excited. The word of God always excites us. There's this excitement built into the word of God along with all the faith and the joy and the victory and everything that's in the word of God. Excitement is in the word of God. So we're excited to talk about Jesus this morning. I'm going to, um, we're still, we're talking about pride. We began last week talking about pride, and I'm going to do a quick review, and then you can go back and watch the message if you haven't already on Facebook, on our web, you can listen on our podcast, but we're going to do a quick, I'm going to do a quick review, bring you up to par, and we're going to go a little bit further, glory be to God, in this message on pride. The topic I gave you last week was, um, you are the problem. And the reason I did gave that topic was really to get your attention because nobody wants to think that they're the problem. Everybody else is the problem. But we're going to see in, in pride being revealed that there are some things that we could, there are some things we could do differently or handle situations differently because Christ Jesus is in our heart. Glory be to God. So, uh, we were uh, our our what you call it foundational scripture was Proverbs um, thirteen ten. Only by pride comes contention. Only means only one way. Only by pride comes contention. But with the well advised is wisdom. So, as I said last week, we're going to talk about the well, we're going to get to the well advised. But right now, last week, this week, we're going to still open up some boxes here and show the different ways that pride may or may not be in our in our lives but only by pride comes contention and contention when i say contention contention is a quarrel or strife only by pride comes quarreling and and strife strife and as you listen to this you may have found yourselves maybe in situations like this even this week and if you did I, and you heard the message, I'm hoping you handle the situations differently. That's, that's, my, that's my heart's desire. But I want to share this with you as well. After last week's message, um, 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 <laughs> I love her so much. Uh, one of my daughters in the Lord gave me a call. And she, you know, she had listened to the message. And she was like, you know, good morning. You know, we did our, yeah, our greetings. And she was like, I want you to know. I'm the most humble person you know, and I have no pride. And we cracked up because if you heard last week's message, you understand that was just, and you know, it was just, it was, it was so, so cute. But um, I just wanted to throw that in there. But yes, um, in strife, when I said, we, you may have found ourselves in some of these this week, we may have had an opportunity for some of the, to be in these situations or seeing this arise, but we chose not to because we weren't going to get into pride. Amen? So, when strife, there's anger, envy, jealousy, 
malice, bitter conflict, discord, antagonism, struggle, clash, competition, or rivalry. All of that, and I'm sure the list could go on, is in strife. And then in quarreling, um, an angry dispute or altercation, a disagreement marked by a temporary or permanent break in a friendly relationship, hostile feelings, complaining, and finding fault. We may have had an opportunity to experience some of these things this week, but we chose not to because we knew that only by pride comes contention, so we weren't going to allow pride to have us go down this road or take this avenue. Glory be to God. So, also, we were um, we're going to, we're going to, and going forward, we, we talked about, we talked about um, last week that with pride, no humble, no humble person says they're humble. We were saying that if, if you are a humble person, others will speak of your humility. You will not speak of your humility because a humble person doesn't do that. Now, a prideful person will say that they're humble, but a humble person will not say that they're humble. Glory be to God. Um, we're gonna go. We're gonna go forward to get into this to, to get into this lesson. And what we're and, and Genesis we saw in Genesis. I don't know if we read, read this in Genesis or we know it from the scriptures. When the scripture says that Adam, uh, the enemy, when he approached Eve in the garden, that he was subtle. And so we want to, we, today we're going to think of, we're going to look at some ways of one people, so, so is, what's, how do you say, so, so, how, is there a word? So, so, no, subtlety. <laughs> is that such a word? How people can be subtle. The way, we look at ways one can be, subtle. the enemy can be so subtle that you don't even recognize it and you think it's okay. Subtly. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. We'll go with that. So we're gonna look at we're gonna look at that today. So I'm gonna come right at you. I'm gonna come right out the gate, right at you. And you can't get mad at me because that'll be pride. You can't not listen because that'll be pride. So like you're stuck here so that you don't realize so that you don't want to show that that you're prideful and you get upset and you're turning off. Okay? So I'm coming right at you right now, and I'm and this saying, one of the ways that pride shows itself in a very subtle way is when we assume that we already know when people are teaching. We assume that we already know. Because when you assume that you already know, you're not, you've already closed, you're already shut down. So you're not even going to hear what's being said. You've already closed that door. That's what pride does. You assume that you already know. Even in teaching the word, I'm not even talking about like just life experiences. It show, We know it shows up there. But even in teaching the word, when pastor gets up and he's teaching on a topic, let's go back for instance. This is going back many, many years ago. And there was a gentleman, a, you know, a brother in the Lord. We love him dearly. And he was coming to the church. And then he you know, gradually stopped coming. And he said, because pastor teaches the same thing. He, he assumed he already knew. Because if someone is, if they're bringing a word forward to you, 
okay, the top, this subject may be a subject you're familiar with, but if you're open to hear from the Holy Spirit, He's going to speak to your heart. He will speak to your heart. Even if, if I'm bringing forth, if I mention, if I say something today to you, then the Holy Spirit, and you've heard it before, but the Holy Spirit, because you're listening, you have an ear to hear, He will take that and He will build on that. And he'll build up something in you that didn't come out of my mouth, but came from his heart to your heart. Because you're open. Because you don't assume you know everything. So even, not only in life itself, but when it comes to the word of God, we don't assume that we know. We can't assume that we know. Let's look, let's go to Proverbs. Uh, we're going to go to Proverbs chapter 4. And we're going to read verses 1 through 5, and then we're going to go skip over and read verse 7. Proverbs chapter 4. And it reads, Glory be to God. We want to be very mindful because we have, the, the, uh, the word tells us that we have an enemy. And our enemy is not flesh and blood. We make, the mis we make the mistake of thinking our spouse is our enemy or our this person or that person is our enemy. The Bible says our enemy is not flesh and blood. Our enemy is, is a spirit. And so we need the word of God. This is our weapon. It's spirit. It's the word of God. And the scripture tells us that we're so ignorant. If the word doesn't want this word... We're not to be ignorant of the devil's devices. And he uses pride. He keeps us, he will keep, he will keep us in pride. He will build a stronghold if we allow him to. And we'll walk around not even now. Just as ignorant, we won't even know. But God is good. And he reveals it to us. That's why we love his word so much. Proverbs 4. Hear ye children, the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Forsake ye not my law. Our father, any an earthly father is going to give you good instruction. A good earthly father is going to give you good instruction. But your heavenly father is going to give you good instruction. Good doctrine. Good doctrine. He wants only good for his children. For all of us. So we listen, we hear, we heed. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Keep my commandments and live. And I'm going to say how many people have lost their lives because they didn't listen. Listen. When, you're, when, the, when the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart, listen. I don't care if I don't care if you take the same route to work every day for 50 years. If the Holy Spirit speaks to your heart and tells you to take a different route on this on Wednesday, you take the different route. Yeah. Listen to the Holy Ghost. Mm. He knows what lies ahead of you. Uh, we've been in a lot of situations not because of the devil, because we simply didn't listen. It's that Amen. simple. Amen. We simply because, and yes. Pride has, pride has so many avenues. It, 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 it can affect us so many ways. So we do need, we need to be mindful, very watchful and mindful. 
Verse 5, get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. And verse 7 reads, wisdom is the principal thing, therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. So if you are a person, if we are people, children of God, and we already know, so we don't need to listen, how are we going to get any understanding? How are we going to get any understanding? How are we going to be open for understanding? Because we already know. Some of us don't even want to hear from God. He'll speak to your heart and you'll reject it because it's not what you want to hear. We have to get beyond, beyond that church. We have to get into the word of God. And we have to get wisdom, understanding, and application. Because... It gives us long life <laughs> because there's fruit in it, because there's faith in it, because that's who we are. We are children who listen to our Father. We obey our Father. We love our Father. We trust our Heavenly Father. We do. And we're not going to allow pride to keep us from what's rightfully ours. We're not going to blame others for what we are or aren't doing because we're too prideful. Glory be to God. And then in John, we're going to read John, John 10, 27. God is good. God is so good. God, John 10, 27. Well, actually, John 10, 20, 25. And, he's, and Jesus says, Jesus said, John 10, 25, Glory be to God. I told you, and ye believe me not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not. Because ye are not of my sheep. I said unto you, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. We are his sheep. We are his sheep. And we know our Father's voice. You know why? Because we know what his word says. And our Father's going to speak his word. We know his voice. And we hear, we listen. We listen with our heart, not just our ear. We listen with our heart, with our inner man. We listen to the word of God. We don't know it all. We will not know it all on this side. We don't know it all. So when the word of God is coming forth, we listen. We don't say, oh, I've heard, oh, that, I, oh, that, oh, that's an old message. Oh, I've heard that before. Listen, there's something for you. There's something that the Holy Spirit wants to speak to your heart. Glory be to God. Because his mercies, they are new every morning, every day. Every day we expect something new. We expect him to enlighten us. Every day. There's an expectancy. In our hearts, there's an expectancy. So, that's one way. Pride could come in. It's when we just assume that we know. And we don't allow ourselves to be taught. Because we already know. That's one way. Another way. Pride could sneak, it, sneak in. It's when you see yourself as too good to perform certain tasks. Mm. You're just that's you're, you're just above that. Mm. 
You just, no, no, I, no, no, I'm above that, no. You see yourself as too good. Let's go to Matthew. But I'm, I'm first I'm reminded of, that reminds me of, because as you guys may or may not know, when we were, when, I, when our children were young, we were in, you know, our children were, you know, into sports. They did, I don't know, they did basketball, soccer, baseball, well, baseball a little bit. What else did they do? Um, they did those. I can't, I can't think. My daughter did things as well. But anyway, we were one of those parents into sports, right? And so you go to, you know, all the, you know, activities and everything. And parents, parents, um, there were so many parents that just felt that their and believe me, believe me, hear, hear what I'm saying, hear it, from my, hear it from my heart. There were parents who always assumed or felt that their child was just the best on the team. I mean, there were those parents that just always felt that way. And I guess I understand it. I, I, I don't know. But they just, maybe it's just because it's your child. I don't understand. Maybe that's it. Just because it's your child. Maybe that it just comes into territory. Your child is just the best. But, I mean, if you are a parent who, who's been, who played sports and have a, 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 a sports mentality, I'll say, you can, when you look at even with kids, you can look at kids and you can tell some are better than others. I mean, it's obvious. You see it. And so, um, it's like, you just, why is my child, my child's too good to sit on the bench. My child, why is my child on the field? My child is, you know, you understand what I'm saying, right? So it is in adulthood. So it is in adulthood. Let's go to Matthew. Let's go to Matthew chapter 20. And we're going to look at verses, I'm sorry, verse 25 there as well. Matthew chapter 20, verse 25. Um, you're just, you know, you're just so good. Glory be to God. Matthew 20, 25. And now this was after the mother had gone to Jesus because she wanted her son to sit on the right and left hand of Jesus. Because these are my children. So they should be right beside Jesus. Because they're my boys. So here we are. But Jesus called them, this is afterwards, Jesus called them to himself. He says, Ye know that the prince of the Gentiles exercise dominion over them, and that they are great exercise authority, and that and they that are great exercise authority upon them. But it shall not be so among you. This thing about exercising authority, about um, rank and that type of thing. It should not be so among you. But whosoever will be great among you, let him be your, min your minister. And whosoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life as a ransom for many. Here Jesus is, the Son of the living God, who can call angels, legions of angels to minister to him. He didn't come to be ministered to. He came to minister. If that could be our heart, if that could be our heart, it's not ranking out, putting ourselves above anyone in any fashion, but to minister. If it's going to bless somebody, if my 
doing this is going to minister to somebody else? Yes, I will do this. I hear, I, you know, you hear it often in, and in sports, you hear it often to lead by example. And which is saying, people can say pretty much anything, but what do they do? And you're leading by example. And this is this isn't this isn't scriptural. This is um this is an old cliche. I can't hear what you say because I see what you do. Because it is true, your actions speak loud. Your actions speak very loud. So what we need to what we need to happen is our actions should line up to our words. And in so doing, they see Christ. The world will see Christ in us when our actions line up to our words. But pride will keep us from doing certain things. Because I'm, that's beneath me. Who do you think I am? I'm not doing that. Have you heard those words? Have you said those words? This is what pride, pride will, we have to be so careful because pride will lead us down the wrong path. Pride will keep us in relationships we shouldn't even be in. That's what pride will do. Mm. Because it's like you're there and it's like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to prove everybody else wrong. I'm going to make, quote, I'm going to make this work. Mm. Come on now. And we read this last last week in Obadiah 1.3 about pride deceiving you. So you're only being deceived because it's not going to work. You can spend 5, 10, 15, 20 years in a relationship trying to make it work. Christ has nothing to do with it. Where does it end up? You know. So, so here we are. We, we don't elevate ourselves. Humility doesn't elevate oneself. But pride will. Hmm. It will. It will. And there's another, um, and this is just being, this, these are subtle ways. Like I read earlier, I read things that stand out in pride. Strife, anger, jealousy, malice, bitter, finding fault, hostility, all these things that stand out like red flag, red, red flag. These are red flags, but it's the same effect. It's still pride. The scripture tells us if it's not faith, it's sin. So simple. If it's not faith, it's sin. So pride doesn't have to be this huge floodlight. Pride can be a little, what's a small light? Pen light. It's still pride. It's just so subtle that you accept it and you think it's okay. It's not in the, side, in the eyes of God. It's not. Because who do you represent? Your Savior. You're representing Him. So if you don't see these, if you don't see Jesus, Exhibiting, exhibiting these things, then guess what? Neither do we. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Neither do we. 
with Jesus, we could we could not even think of him saying any such thing. I don't do that. He came to minister, not to be ministered to. Here he is, the son of the living God. Here he is, he is in all of his glory, but he came to minister. That's why he wasn't, you didn't find Jesus in the castles. You found Jesus with the late with the, the, the laborers. You know, you know, we often talk, Pastor and I have conversations, and I and I was saying, if Jesus, I believe in my heart, if Jesus came to earth today, I mean we know that he's coming, but I'm saying if he came today as he did back then, you know, when he was born, if he was born today, you know, my heart, I don't see Jesus going to the White House. I see Jesus going to the core of the hardest ghetto here in America. That's where I would see him going. That's because he wants to, he wants to go there because they're the ones who are forgotten about. So he's the one that he, he would go there and love on them and show them his love. Just like we're to do today. Glory be to God. Amen. Now, Another thing about pride. <laughs> pride will put you in a position that you are too proud to ask for help. Yes. It will put you in a position. Um, you know, we can have this, we can have this false sense of humility. And I'm saying that to say this. There's a way that we want people to perceive us. They want, we want them to think we got our act together. You know, we're on top of the world. You know, everything's right at 123 Jackson Street, you know. That's what we want people to think. And so when something isn't right, then what do we do? We're going to keep it. We're going to keep it inside. We're going to try to hide it. Now, it'll probably come out in some way because inside of 123 Jackson Street, you're probably going to be yelling at your wife and yelling at your kids and kicking the dog. But ain't nobody outside going to see it. Okay? So here we are. Pride can add pride. You won't ask for help because you don't want, you want people, you have this false sense of humility. You really think that you're humble. You think you got it together. And you don't. You don't. Let's go over to 1 Peter 5. Glory to God. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I know you love the Lord. That's why you're here. You love Jesus. He loves you too. He loves you too. He wants only the best for you. His best for you. Not your best for you. His best for you. 1 Peter 5 and verse 5. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. A couple things we're going to catch. We're going to cover here is in submitting yourselves into the elder we're unfortunately living in a generation that people don't even understand submission people don't understand respect we would talk pastor and i would talk and you guys always get to hear what pastor and i talk about pastor and i were talking and he was making a statement about you know we were talking about an incident something happened and he was like you know they, people just don't have respect. Kids don't have respect, whoever it was. And I was like, you know, and think I was saying to him, you know, Pastor, we grew up 
you know, my age group and, you know, and younger, we grew up in a time where respect was something you, you were taught respect. You were taught it. You were taught to respect your elders. It started in your house, your parents, your brothers and your sisters, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins. It started in the family. You were taught to respect. You were taught, you know, the neighbors, any elderly person. I mean, it was just something that in school, it was just, it was, respect was, that's what you did. Today, I don't know if kids know, know what respect is. And I'm saying that because there's so much disrespect that they're, they're being bombarded with. The, the movies they watch, the um, music they listen to. I was, telling, um, I was telling somebody, you watch kids shows? This, is, this may be, no, this is on topic. You watch kids shows and they have the, they have the children, they have the parents looking like idiots and the children looking like they're, they're the bright ones. They're the intelligent ones. You see, I mean, you even have these kids that are like living and like, where are your parents? Like you never see a parent. It's like, who's paying the bills? And you've got, it looks as if like these kids just like are just living life like freely. Like, you know, what's going on here? You have, you have like, you know, there's that image. There's all, all these things that, you know, the TikTok, the, all this stuff, all this social stuff that, that's going after them, that they're just, you know, glued to, but they're not learning anything about respect. They're learning all this craziness. This is the generation. So, yeah, kids today, they may, a lot of them probably aren't being taught respect in their homes. Definitely not on social media. Not in the schools. Look at what's happening in the schools. This is this, is this generation. So that submission, they don't even know what it is probably. So many don't know what it is. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. And I'm going I'm to throw this in here too. This generation, this younger generation, when they look at myself and, el and those who are older, they're like, you know, get with the program. I mean, they think we're like in the dinosaur time. They think that, oh, that's the way, when we even give them things that we've learned in our years, oh, no, that was then. You know, everything, no, no, that, no, no, no more. You know, the same way people came into the world from the beginning, it's the same way you just had your grandson, people come into the world today. You come in as a baby and you grow up. They came in as a baby and they grew up. You live and you learn because you want to be taught, because you want, you have an ear to hear. Because you understand respect, you understand submission to elders, you understand that there is there's someone higher than you. There is a God that's higher than you are. And there's a God that you're going to answer to. Glory be to God. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. Be subject one to another. Yeah, if I'm having a problem, if I have an issue, if I need to reach out to my another sister, I can. Because she's my sister. Because she's going to pray with me. 
She's going to join her faith with mine. And we're going to get through this and we're going to see the glory of God. I don't have to, I don't have to put on this, 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 this facade. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, I'm not saying be fake. I'm not saying that. I'm saying be who you are. Be who you are. But in the midst of that, you let the Lord Jesus rise up. And you can join with your sister, your brother. You can join with your another brother. You can join and you can say, look, this is, I just need you, I just need you to you know, join and pray and, let, and believe God with me. That's okay. It's okay to ask someone, another brother in the faith, to pray, to join and trust God with you for whatever it is. And the scripture says, where two or three are, are gathered together, and you know, and, and, to, and I'm thinking, if, when I first I'm like, two or three, that's easy. But you know what? It's not easy. Because you really don't know. And when you ask that brother to pray with you, make sure he's in agreement with you. Or it might be just one praying. Because you're supposed to agree. So that brother needs to be in agreement. That sister needs to be in agreement. So if you, so if what you're praying for is, if they can't, if, if that person really, if their faith isn't developed to that level, find someone that can truly, you can truly trust to really join with you in that area so you can believe God together. You can see the glory of God. But don't be too proud to go to that person. Don't be too proud to go to your pastor. Don't be too proud to go to your brothers and sisters in the Lord. Don't be too proud because you don't want them knowing. This is, if you need help, it's above, it's not even about anybody knowing. It's about needs being met. So you got to go to, I'm not saying it's, I'm not saying it's going to happen all the time. Because you don't want, you don't want, because you, you have to stand, you will, you're going to stand and go through things with you and God. I understand that. But there are times, and it's okay that you join with someone else. And you, you know, you lift each other up. Glory be to God. Yes. Close with humility because it's going to take a humble person. Pride won't let you do it. But humility will. Glory be to God. For God resists, he resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So it's not, God isn't against you. He's for you. He loves you. He's not mad at you. So if you think that he's doing these things, no. You're doing these things. Because you're, there's no humility in you. Christ in you, the hope of glory, Christ in you. Allow him, allow him to rule, to reign. Allow him to be your Lord. Allow him to, he wants to. He wants to so badly. He wants each day you wake up, he wants you to open your eyes and he wants you to, to, to acknowledge him and he wants you to say, okay, Lord, here we are, you blessed me with another day. What are we doing today? Yes, Lord. Glory be to God. Yes, what are we doing today? Because you're never alone. You're never alone. You have Christ Jesus in your heart. There are no down days. You're never alone. You're not, you're not in despair. There are these things that the world goes through that you don't go through because you are so aware of who you are in Christ Jesus. 
So you, he wants, he's waiting when you, when you get up in the morning, he's waiting for you to acknowledge him, be it in your prayer and your praise, however, acknowledge him so you can go about your day. Glory be to God. Because he's, when we read the scripture that, that he is, um, he will lead us. He wants to lead us all the time, every step of the way. He doesn't want us simply to lead. He doesn't want us. He doesn't want us to go to him after we went down. We've gone. We have gone down this path, and we hit a stumbling block. Okay, now I come back and I go to God. Okay, Lord, no. And we do that. Sad but true. He wants to always be ahead of us. He wants because you can't lead from behind. You can't do it. If you're leading, he, he's in the front. So if I'm going down my own path, then he's not leading me. I'm going down my own path. And that's why I can say, I'm the problem. So a guide, a guide is in the front. And you follow the guide. So let's do, there's, 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 there's so, this is just a few things, just a few subtle ways, a few subtle ways pride could be in our life. And we don't want it in our life in any way, be it huge or small. We don't want it in our life. What we want in our life is that Christ be magnified, that he's glorified, that when people see us, they see Jesus, that people love being in our presence because they feel the love of Christ just engulfing them. We are atmosphere changers. We walk in a room and that atmosphere changes. That's why people love when you're around. Because of Christ in you. They love seeing you coming. They don't run from you. If they run from you, then you need to go get things right. Because they shouldn't be running from you when they see you coming. But glory be to God. This is the Lord that we serve. That we love. And he loves us. He loves us so much. So with that being said, if anyone who's listening to this, if you don't know Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please, this is your time to accept him, to ask him into your heart, yes, to ask him to come, to take up residence in your heart. The scripture says, you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that Christ raised him from the dead, he will be saved. It's not about so many things that we have made it about. It's about confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart. Believe in your heart that Christ Jesus has been raised from the dead. Ask him into your heart. Salvation is easy. And once you've done that, join a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Jesus-lifting church. Where they talk about Jesus, and they live Jesus, and they worship Jesus, and they know him in his death, his burial, and his resurrection. They know Jesus. Learn about him. Learn about who you are now, because you're a new creation in him. All things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. It's no longer you that live, but it's Christ who lives in you. Christ lives in you. Once you've asked him into your heart, he's going to come. It's not, it's, it's, he's, he's there. Receive him. Learn of him. Love on him. 
And let your light shine to be a witness of Jesus, the risen Christ. So we love you. We thank you for listening. If, you, if this message has blessed you, we ask that you would share it. And we thank all of you who have shared the message. We thank you. We don't know all the people who are being blessed, but we know that that's what the Lord does through his word. So we thank you. We thank you from the bottom of our heart. And so with that being said, I am saying take the word, love on the word.